Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of Stories from the Low Season. I'm Alex Kemp, and here we have... Jeffrey Paradise, member of Poolside, and Alex Kemp produced Low Season, the album by Poolside, and this is the first episode, first song, Abandoned Tunnel. On this project, what we decided to do was to reach out to creative writers and ask each of them to write a short piece based on or inspired by each individual song from this album. So for episode one here, we reached out to a brilliant writer, Jamie Killen, who uh, is really well known in the indie podcast space, audio drama space, I should say. She, she's done an a audio series called Spines. Please check it out. It's amazing. Um, also one called Mirrors and uh, a few others. She has more stuff coming. The story about Abandoned Tunnel is a real nail-biter. It's really, it's really dramatic and really compelling, and honestly, I was, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, the sound design on it is amazing as well, I must say. So yeah, it's a, this is a new idea, a new concept of the audio drama based around an album, and yeah, Alex's idea over here, and uh, yeah, it, this one is a really, really epic start-off. Cool. So just so you know, what you're about to hear is a audio drama written by Jamie Killen. And in the background, you'll hear the song Abandoned Tunnel, which inspired the story, remixed and reworked as kind of a moody score that happens underneath the piece. We hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you next episode. Houston, this is Mission Officer Kara Weaver, transmitting from base camp. It's day 17 and we have a situation. Um, A medical emergency, I think, would be the best way to describe it. Okay, okay, sorry, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. I have never made a mission report before. I don't even know for sure if this is transmitting correctly. I've only watched Captain Patel make these reports a few times. I never thought that I'd actually be doing it myself. No one wants to hear a mission update from a botanist, right? Should be Croydon. He's the medic. But I can't get him to focus long enough. Right, I I should list the symptoms, shouldn't I? Every crew member, aside from myself, is experiencing disorientation, confusion. Um, Let's see. I I guess you'd say auditory hallucinations. They keep saying that they hear something, but there's nothing This only started two days ago. Before that, everything seemed fine. We made landfall on the northern continent, just like we planned. We found a nice flat plateau. We set up camp, started the exploration. We didn't find any signs of intelligent life, but there are plenty of small mammals, insects, reptiles. We're in a big open field surrounded by hills, so we have a good line of sight all around, easy to see if anything's coming towards us, but it was all fine. I'm still not exactly sure what happened. I went out on a day-long trip to collect samples, and when I came back, everyone was acting strangely. Wandering around the camp, staring off into space, not responding when I asked a question. At first, I just tried waiting for it to clear up, whatever it was, but they kept getting worse, so I ran as many tests as I could. It's less than a doctor would do, obviously, but I did my best. I've figured out how it started. It's the water, somehow. They got water from a pool near the camp. 
We found it three days in. It's a spring in this little grotto at the base of one of the hills. We all talked about how beautiful it was when we first saw it. It should be safe, though. I mean, they ran it through the filtration system, and it's working just fine. I tested the water a dozen times, and there's nothing. No bacteria, no viruses. That filter should be able to catch anything, but there's something there. It has to be the water. It's the only thing that makes sense. Okay, right now I'm focused on keeping them from wandering off. None of their symptoms seem to be life-threatening, but they keep drifting away from base camp. They keep saying that they're trying to find the source of this sound, whatever it is. They're all sick, obviously. Some are worse than others. I'd say that Captain Patel is the worst, along with Zhang and Voyov. Those three have pretty much stopped responding at all when I talk to them. The least affected at this point are Paredes and Schmidt. I don't know why. Maybe they drink less of the water or they drink it later. I can't. I'm getting tired. I've... It's been two days. I've gotten a nap here and there, but I can only stay awake for so long, and I, I don't know how to keep them from walking off. I can tie them up, maybe, but there's 11 of them and one of me, so... I don't know. I don't know what to do. I know no one can really help. I mean, this transmission won't even get there for a year, and the response won't get back for a year after that, and I just don't know what else to do. Houston, this is Mission Officer Kara Weaver. It's day 18. Captain Patel and Zhang are gone. I set up an alarm, motion sensors around the perimeter, but... I didn't wake up fast enough. I guess I heard the alarm, and by the time I got out of the bunk, they were gone. I searched for them, but it was just me out there looking. The rest of the crew, they aren't much help. Here, you should hear some of what they're saying in case... In case... Uh, Paredes? Paredes, can you hear me? Cara, I'm sorry. I was distracted. Were you calling for me for a long time? No. Are you sure? Because I thought I heard your voice getting caught in the moonlight. But both moons are down now. Paredes, can you tell me where the captain went? No. You didn't see them go? Oh, I know where they went. I just can't tell you. It's like when you can see something across a table, but you can't reach it. I'm sorry, Kara. I know you're frustrated. I can hear it, but I can't explain it to you. Not when we aren't... in the same place. I wish I could. It's okay, Paredes. It's not your fault. Why don't you go check on the others? Houston, whoever's listening back home, that is what we're dealing with. At least they don't seem to be physically sick, but the mental symptoms are getting worse, and I don't know what to do for them. Don't listen to it. I'm trying not to. But it's not just in my ears. It's like I can feel it through the ground. What does it say? Follow me. Well, don't. I'm trying it's hard. 
I don't know how much Captain Patel said about this place back when he was still transmitting. I'm sure he told you about the O2 levels in the water and all that. But I wonder if he told you what it looks like. It's beautiful. It really is. There's these turquoise hills all around us. Bluer than any earth trees. Less green. I've been going back to that pool in the grotto. It's strange. Half of it is out in the open and the other half is covered by this stone archway. I thought it looked like someone had built it at first, but Saldana tested it, said it formed naturally, that the stone hadn't been cut or chiseled. I wonder now if he was wrong. I don't know why I think that, I just do. There's something weird about the water that I didn't notice before. It's warm, not hot, but about body temperature. But here's the thing, there's no hot spring. I scanned it and there's nothing that should be warming up the water, no vents or geysers or geological activity. Beretta says it's alive. She also says the rest of the crew is still here, still alive. I hope she's right. I've canvassed the hills as much as I can, and I haven't found them. That's almost encouraging if they just wandered off in one of them. I don't know, fell into a valley and broke their neck. They should be easy to find, but there's no trace of them, and I don't know if that's worse, that they're deliberately hiding from me. I don't think it's a bad thing, Kara. Of course it's a bad thing. It's telling you to wander off into the wilderness on an alien planet where you don't know how to survive. It won't let anything bad happen to me. You don't know that. You could come with me. Stop saying that. Stop talking about running off. Just stop, okay? I'm sorry. Don't be scared, Kara, please. Kara? Kara, wake up. What? What's wrong? It's time for me to go. No. I wish you saw things the way I do now. You know it's nothing to be scared of. I'll come with you. Eventually, yes. But you have to drink the water first. You won't be able to hear the path without it. I'm scared too. I know. We'll wait. There's farther to go, beyond where the others have gone. We'll wait until you can hear the path, and you're with us. Then we'll go the rest of the way. Predis? Damn it, Predis, wait for me! Predis! Wait, don't leave me here. Don't leave me alone. Houston. Houston, it's Cara Weaver. It's day 45. I'm 
I'm not really alone. I can see them in the trees. They're waiting. Just like Peretta said they would. They, they won't talk to me. I'm, I'm running out of bottled water. The filtration system still works. I could get it from the river a mile away, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to. I think, I don't know. I'm thinking about the pool. I shouldn't, I know that, but I can't remember why I shouldn't anymore. I'm not gonna get rescued, right? So, I mean, why not? I feel like when this started, I had good reasons not to do it, but that was before Paredes left me alone. I don't know, I can't decide. Houston, it's Cara Weaver. It's day 50. I drank from the pool. In the end, I didn't even filter it. I just woke up in the middle of the night and I walked out there and I saw both of the moons reflected on the surface at the same time and I just drank before I had a chance to think about it. I've been hearing it for two days now. Just like Peretta said, I don't know how to describe it. It's not music. It's not a song. It's the path. I know that. But I don't know how to explain. I see them. Paredes and Zhang and Nelson and all the others, they're waiting near the path. They're watching me. It's time for me to go. Paredes was right. I don't need to be scared. Whatever happens now, it's not bad. You probably won't see us again. Not unless you drink, too. I'm going now, Houston. This is Mission Specialist Carl Weaver. Signing off. Stories from the Low Season is produced by Alex Kemp, Winnie Kemp, Toby Lawless, and Jeffrey Paradise. Recorded and mixed at Wolf at the Door Studios in Venice, California. Into the Hills was written by Jamie Killen, inspired by the song Abandoned Tunnel by Poolside. Jennifer Christopher plays Kara Wu, and Ashley Dawn Bird as Paredes. Thanks for listening.